0: Welcome back to season two of the Ivy League Prep Academy podcast, equipping you to successfully pursue the college of your dreams. We believe everyone deserves to reach their full potential, and the admissions process shouldn't hold you back. If you're like many other really ambitious teenagers, school has been in session for a week or more. For some of you, it's even been in for a month. And you're getting to the point where you're starting to think, how can I get more done? How can I accomplish more during the time that I have? And I want to propose a solution that perhaps you haven't considered before, but it is absolutely worth considering. In fact, almost certainly it is the answer to your question, and that is get more done by slowing down. Let me tell you just really quickly the true story of when I was not a teacher, I was in business, I was doing something that was extremely important, and I got a really urgent email. That email caused me to feel frustrated, it caused me to feel upset, and I'm not going to go through all the details, but I felt a sense of urgency to immediately respond, and so I did. I typed out the email, I proofread it once to make sure that everything was correct, that all the grammar and everything else was okay, and then I sent it off. And not quite immediately, but soon enough, I regretted acting so quickly. You know, when we have that desire, that need for speed, we just need to get something finished quickly. Almost always, that is the first clue that we should slow down, do the exact opposite. In fact, I cost myself countless hours of time because I sent that email. Whereas, if I would have slowed down and thought about it, I probably would have sent it to someone. I have a trusted friend that if I have something emotional that I need to write about and it's an email, I send it to my friend and I get feedback and almost always that email gets changed and it gets changed always, 100%. If it gets changed, it changes for the better. Because in my need for speed, I often don't see things clearly. So I sent the email off and it required several additional emails, a few meetings, lots of of putting fires out all throughout the business because I needed to get that email sent out quickly. And what happened? It slowed everything down. When you go too fast, when you have that sense of urgency, you feel like you need to move quicker than you can, oftentimes going quickly actually slows you down. So let's talk about how this is one of those contradictions that is really worth exploring. In skill development, this has been top of mind because I have two young children. Uh, Those of you who listen in, if you've joined my master classes, I've talked about them a little bit more, but I have a five-year-old and a seven-year-old. The seven-year-old now has been playing the violin for a couple of years. But when he first started, he was frustrated that he had to spend so much time just learning where his fingers go on the bow. But his teacher reminded him that actually learning to put your fingers on the right place in the bow, your bow hold, is something that's going to speed things up later on. If you hold the bow incorrectly, it's going to take a lot of time to course correct after the fact. It's much better to slow down Don't even hold on to the violin, just practice over and over and over again with all these different exercises, practice holding the bow correctly and moving the bow with the correct bow hold. Well, yeah, that's kind of frustrating if you're anxious to learn the violin. And if you're so anxious to learn the violin that you insist on learning your first song before you know how to hold the bow, guess what? It's going to take you a very long time to learn the violin, much longer than if you're willing to go slowly. Another example that is happening in real time in my home is my five-year-old who has just begun to play the piano. And he loves the piano, but he loves it in part because we don't have a lot of screen time in our home, but he gets to use an app to learn the piano. And he loves progressing through the app. He wants to go as fast as possible through this application, right? He wants to earn new badges and get to new levels and unlock new songs and all of that. And so, One of the things he did at the very beginning is he played the songs with one finger instead of sitting and being really intentional and playing with all of his fingers. Of course, we noticed that and we slowed that down. We made a rule. You can't play with only one finger because we understand his desire to go faster, right? It's easier to use his one pointer finger than it is to discipline himself and focus and figure out how to move all those other little fingers. But now he's also discovered that if he plays notes sequentially, He can get the first note wrong. And if he plays the second note fast enough, the app doesn't pick up that he got it wrong always. So sometimes he can cheat the songs and it allows him to progress faster. Well, guess what? You don't have to wonder what's going to happen. He is slowing himself down significantly. Now, even with this simple explanation, I think you can understand that skill development is almost always this way. If you insist on winning at the expense of fundamentals, You'll never be great. And if you're willing to be bad first because you're willing to focus on the fundamentals, you're willing to focus on the things that lead to success later on, then you have a chance to be great, right? If you stick with it, you will be great. But college prep is interesting, isn't it? Because not everything is under your control and how here you are in middle school or high school and probably if you're like most teenagers, right now it feels like there is too much to do. So there's no time to find your core values, for example. There's no time to think about what you really want on this planet. There's no time to think about how you might invest your time for some future outcome. You're just trying to keep your head above water, which means you spend your time right here, right now. There's no time to do what you want most or what you're most curious about or most interested in. There's no time to pursue any of that. There's no time to develop yourself. And the irony is, It feels that way, but that's not the reality. The reality is stopping when you feel that need for speed, when you feel that urgency, when you feel like there is too much to do, stopping and taking a break, taking a breath, stopping and taking a step back so you can gain perspective. The busier you are, the more important it is to stop, to slow down, to focus on what you can control. You need a vision of your definition of success. And so when you have this urgent need for productivity, you're going to make more mistakes. Think about multitasking, an excellent example. If you do the right activities together, yes, you can do more than one thing at the same time. But certainly, if we're talking about schoolwork, learning, remembering... Trying to make application between things that we've learned and new ideas and critical thinking, all of those things? No way. Multitasking is just procrastinating, but inserting the procrastination into the middle of the task so that it feels like you're not procrastinating. (laughs) You're getting two things done, not one. No, we wanna stop, focus, be intentional about being productive. Productivity happens when we are deliberate, but the need for speed slows us down. And this is a real challenge when we're talking about school because you have lots of classes, you have assignments that are given to you, you have tests, you have all kinds of activities and clubs and responsibilities and commitments that you have made, and sometimes it doesn't feel like your time is your own. If you have too many things on your calendar, you might be tempted to skip sleep, you might be tempted to do all kinds of things that increase your stress, decrease your focus, and ultimately, decrease your productivity. I have heard countless times from countless parents and teenagers, man, I would love to do the Ivy League Challenge. I would love my child to do the Ivy League Challenge. I would love for them to figure out their core values and they desire so much to make an impact on their community. This would be perfect for them. We just can't do it right now. And as months go by, we still can't do it. We still can't do it. The busier you are, the more important it is to stop, to slow down, to find your core values, to make decisions that align with those core values, to define what success means to you. Let me make this even more clear. If you have a desire to get into one of the most selective colleges in the United States, the worst thing you could do is fill your schedule with so many activities that you're overwhelmed, that you don't have time to figure out your core values and figure out who you are. Why would that be the worst thing you could possibly do? You might feel like, well, everyone else is doing it. If I don't do that, I can't stay ahead. There's no way I can keep up. But you've already answered your question, haven't you? Everyone else is doing this. Everyone who is trying to compete for a spot in the most selective colleges is doing too much. They're filling their schedule so full that they have no time to figure out who they are. They have no time to be self reflective. They have no time to identify their core values, let alone align their lives with those core values. And of course they have no time to create an impact project, to make an impact because they have identified core values and they have identified problems in their community that violate those core values. If you are filling your schedule so full with activities and clubs and sports and music and classes and after-class activities and test prep and tests and more, and you don't have time to figure out who you are, you are stuck in a spiral that is not going to get you where you want to go. Because when you finally do apply to college, you're going to be frustrated that you worked so hard, but your application doesn't stand out in the pool. Every single year, I hear from parents who feel absolutely overwhelmed and just beyond frustrated because they feel like college admissions at the most selective colleges is just a lottery. Look at all these people with these outstanding statistics. Outstanding test scores, outstanding grades, outstanding everything, and they got rejected from every single school. And the parents reply, and I understand it's not, I'm not blaming parents, I can see where you arrive at this conclusion, but let's talk about it so we can see this more clearly. So many parents are going to say, my goodness, if a 4.0 unweighted, 4.8 weighted GPA with a 1550 SAT wasn't good enough, then my goodness, what is good enough? And everyone is ignoring the fact that college admissions officers have been saying for over a decade, I mean, for longer than a decade, but certainly been making it very, very clear that it's a holistic process. They're not looking for only the smartest people or only the hardest working or the most quote unquote qualified. They already know that that's a fool's errand. They're trying to compare thousands of applications and all of them are super impressive when it comes to just grades and test scores. And even when you add in activities, like, wow, this person did 20 clubs, plus great grades, plus great test scores, they're a shoe in And they got rejected from everywhere. Clearly, it's just a lottery, or it's rigged, or there's some other issue. But when you look at what admissions officers have been saying, it becomes clear. What are they looking for? They're looking for a rich, diverse class of students. They're looking for people with different values Different backgrounds and different interests, different languages and different cultures, different ethnicities, different political views, different everything. Because they want a rich, diverse class that can come together and create this ecosystem that supports the entire class. The last thing they want is 2,000 clones of the same kind of person. And so if you don't communicate clearly what your core values are, how do you expect the admissions officer to figure out how you fit into this rich, deep, diverse class. And then in the end, it looks like it's just a lottery. It's not a lottery. If you don't slow down and align your choices with your core values, how do you think the admissions officer is going to figure out how you fit into this class? If you haven't clearly articulated what your values are, how is the admissions officer going to be able to figure that out? The answer is, of course, they won't. And so they'll put you in that pile of students who have worked really, really hard to get outstanding grades and great test scores and tons and tons of activity and demonstrated leadership and some kind of wow factor. They'll put you in the pile with all of those students, which happens to be by far the most competitive pile. And they'll say, well, we, we do want some people who work really, really hard and get great grades and great test scores, and we don't really know what their values are. We want a few of those people. So among these you know, 40,000 who all fit that category, let's pick some of them. And then we want some really eccentric poets and we want some people who are just the glue people who who value empathy and kindness and can help two groups come together and work together. And we want a few of those and we want a few of these other people and we want this and that. And so we'll pull a few people from this group of, of applicants who work so hard to be better than everyone at just everything. Yeah, but that is the least strategic way to become competitive for one of these most selective colleges. So if you are so busy that you can't slow down to figure out who you are, then not only are you increasing your stress, you're decreasing your focus, you're decreasing your intentionality, you're decreasing your productivity, you're increasing your mental health concerns, you're increasing your anxiety, decreasing your sleep. Like everything about this is unhealthy for you and leading to a negative outcome. And in the very, very end, when all said and done, Because you lacked that perspective that you could have gotten by slowing down and figuring out your core values and then courageously living life according to those values, you end up with an outcome that you don't want anyway. You worked so hard sacrificing the time to slow down and and be yourself because you wanted to get into this college. And the irony is that because you wanted that so badly and weren't willing to slow down, you are no longer competitive. You're far less likely to get in than if you had slowed down. And so, my friends, my listeners, I hope you're listening with both ears wide open and you're taking this in because I know many of you are feeling overwhelmed and the busier you feel, the more important it is to stop, to breathe, to take a step back, to slow down, and realign with your definition of success that's based on your core values. If you need help with that, that's what the Ivy League Challenge is for. I hope you reach out. I hope you sign up. I'm excited to work with you. And even if you don't join the challenge, take this advice to heart. You'll get more done and move faster in the long run by moving slow.